Be sure to tune into Immigration with Tamina Watson this and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Immigration attorney Tamina Watson founded Watson Immigration Law here in Seattle and is a frequent speaker, author, and blogger who has appeared in Forbes, CNN, The Seattle Times, and much, much more. On her new radio show, Tamina will take all your questions live on air. Plus, she will discuss and provide insight into the latest immigration news and issues, as well as talk with notable personalities who have impacted U.S. immigration laws or are notable immigrants themselves. Check out her new show, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Immigration with Tamina Watson on Desi 1250 a.m., radio that listens to you. Good morning, Seattle. This is Tamina Watson on Desi 1250 AM. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on a very, very special day. We have an incredibly special guest line up to speak with us, but also it's my baby's birthday. I have two children. One is six and one is turning four today. So happy birthday to my little Serena. Uh, she's at her daycare and I'll be going there later on today to celebrate with her. Um, Tuesday uh, is the day that my show is aired on Desi 1250 AM. This is a show about immigration issues only. I'm an immigration lawyer in Seattle, Washington. I practice primarily employment-based immigration as well as family-based immigration. But more than anything, I'm an immigration reform advocate. And this show is all about inspiring you, educating you, and informing you on all immigration matters. If there are legal updates, regulatory up- updates, um, procedural updates with USCIS, I'm here to tell you everything that you need to know. If you have questions, you're very welcome to call the, the show. The number here is 844-301-1250. Every Tuesday at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time is when the show is aired. The show is also repeated on Friday at 12.30 p.m. as well as being archived on SoundCloud um, in about a week's time from the day the show airs. So if you have missed some of our previous shows, you can go to SoundCloud and find my profile and you'll be able to find the archived shows. And we have a lot of very special guests um, on on that profile. So I hope you will catch up and then tune in for the future shows. Today's today's guest is very, very special, and I cannot wait for you to speak with him. But before we speak to our guest, we have some news updates. Um, Last week was the anniversary of DACA. In 2012, President Obama uh, created an innovative and impactful program that was al- that allowed children, um, undocumented children, uh, rather people who came to the U.S. as children who are now undocumented, to get work permits. And that program was called DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrival. Um, Last week was the fourth year anniversary. If you are a DACA recipient, we would love to hear from you. Tell us how your life has changed with the DACA program, if you've renewed it, what kind of challenges you may have faced, and how how it has benefited you and your, your family. This week or next week, any day now, we are also going to see from the Supreme Court that uh, the DACA program pending with the Supreme Court is going to be decided. Um, We don't know which way it will go, um, but, you know, we can talk with our guest about that pretty soon. And before I forget... 
either today or tomorrow, I have an article coming out in the Seattle Globalist. Um, the website is seattleglobalist.org. I hope you will check it out. Um, it will be a very interesting uh, article and an interesting subject matter. But without, without further ado, um, I want to introduce you to our wonderful guest. Um, as you may know, our show um, has two types of guests, notable immigrants who will inspire you, but also notable people making an impact on immigration and immigrant lives. Today's guest is a notable um, person who is making a huge, huge impact on immigrants' lives. His name is Jeremy Robbins. He is the executive director of the Partnership for a New American Economy, which brings together more than 500 Republican, Democratic, and independent mayors and business leaders united in making the economic case for streamlining, modernizing, and rationalizing our immigration system. Jeremy Robbins has been the executive director since 2012. Before joining, joining the partnership, he was the policy advisor and special counsel to the New York Mayor's Office. Under his leadership, the Partnership for a New American Economy has advised all level of government on immigration issues. The website is a source of information like no other, and you can like the Facebook page or follow um, them on Twitter at Renew Our Economy. Jeremy, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Tamina. It's great to talk to you and a pleasure to be here. Oh, I'm, I'm so honored and so grateful. You know, we met um, almost two years ago and I feel as though, um, you know, we haven't spoken for a while. So this is just wonderful. And I'm so um, grateful that you're taking time out to speak to our, our listeners because they may not be as familiar with your work. And I want to be able to introduce the website because it is a fountain of information. And I have myself have, self has, have used um, many of the reports in a lot of the advocacy have, I have done. So without further ado, would you please tell our, our listeners how the partnership came to be, who the members are, and what kind of work you do? Absolutely. So the Partnership for a New American Economy was started uh, in City Hall in New York by, at the time, New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, uh, along with a host of CEOs and, and, and other mayors. So uh, it was mayors like Villagrosa in, in Los Angeles, and, and it was CEOs um, such like Rupert Murdoch and Bob Iger from Disney. And the concept was essentially that we're having the wrong immigration debate in the country, that, that you have people on the left uh, who are talking about families and human rights and people on the right who are talking about national security and, and law and order, and all of those things are extremely important. But what's happening is people are talking right past each other. And I think from the perspective of Michael Bloomberg and, and the other CEOs and mayors, that, that immigration is, is about all those things, but fundamentally it's about the economy too. That sitting in New York City where, where 48% of all businesses have been started by immigrants, where we want to have a tech community that's going to double the number of engineers, and they brought in Cornell and Technion to start a, a, a world-class university to produce engineers, but half of the engineers they were going to produce were going to be farm-born and likely going to have to be sent home or at the other end of the spectrum, that there are 500,000 people who lacked legal status in New York City and were afraid to use city services and were, were living in the shadows, that, that that had a huge impact on the community and on the economy, and that if you didn't think about immigration not only that way, not only would you get uh, worse policy, but you'd have the fractured politics that we're seeing in the presidential election so much, where you have the two sides uh, starting together. So the idea was to build an organization that could really study and understand and explain the economic case for why we need immigrants, where we need immigrants, and how immigration helps our economy. Uh, and so we have a, a think tank arm that puts out 
study after study after study looking at everything from agriculture to healthcare to uh, technology to entrepreneurship, looking all across the spectrum at, at the role that immigration plays in creating jobs. Um, and then we have organizing. We organize all around the country to try and take that message so that people understand that if you're sitting in Washington State, that there are 900,000 immigrants in Washington State and that there are, they've started 58,000 companies and employ 140,000 people in Washington State, that they're a huge revenue generator. So that's the, the kinds of things that we try and do. Um, and we advocate very strongly for a reform at the federal level to have smarter immigration policies that can help us grow, but also at the state and local level to think about what could we do in places like Washington to better integrate immigrants, to better leverage the power of immigration to help the economy. And so um, delighted to talk to you today about, about our work and what we're finding and, and ways for people to get involved. Well, that's amazing. And I have to tell you, um, the reports that you put out on your website um, are just so thorough, so detailed, and so um, thought-provoking as well as persuasive. And if any of our listeners are interested, curious, I would suggest you go to the website and have a browse because you will be surprised at the amount of information. Uh, Jeremy, it's correct that you have it state by state too, right? So, so we have it. So at the website, we ha- we have it. We have information sort of by all industries, but we also present it state by state. And for the state by state, if you were to go, we have a special website for that. That is mapTheImpact.org, where you can click on any state and get state level data about how this impacts all over the economy. Get stories and, and things of that nature. Um, and there's more to come. So I will say, for people who are interested in that granular level of data, uh, by the end of the year, we will have even more local data in every congressional district in the country. Wow. Um, For listeners who are not familiar, perhaps you could tell them the um, actual website as well. Absolutely. So our our website is renewoureconomy.org, and it has everything from reports that you can learn, ways to get involved, stories about different immigrants, and tries to highlight the economic case in every way we can uh, in in an honest and thorough way to talk about why immigration is important to our country. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you mentioned, um, you know, smarter immigration policies and, um, you know, the economic um, argument for it. So I know that, and you've mentioned that you're, you're advising at the federal level. Tell us a little bit about the work you've done for advocating for immigration reform and what is the state of immigration reform as it stands? Um, that's a great question. I mean, I think one would be if you looked at the presidential debate, uh, there'd be a lot of reasons to be sad and skeptical to say that the, the political environment right now is more toxic than it's ever been. The debate is it's, it's angrier. It's, we're singling out groups of immigrants. We're closing our borders. We are turning people away and we're, and we're sort of scapegoating people left and right as, as the discussion continues. Um, and you'd be it would be understandable to think that, okay, well, it looks like things are getting worse and not better. Um, but the reality, I think, is that, that immigration is, is cyclical uh, more than it's linear, which is to say that it's not that it moves in one direction, but actually you need to have moments where people forced to address this issue if you're ever going to get change. And you saw that four years ago when uh, Mitt Romney was running for president, uh, and he said that he thought undocumented immigrants should self-deport. And that had a huge consequence with him among Hispanic voters, Asian voters, and many others at the poll. And it seemed like this language was getting worse and worse. But then all of a sudden, coming out of the election, there was a narrative about, wow, this is not a, this is not a message that Americans want to hear. And 
there was a lot of movement, and the Senate was able to pass a comprehensive immigration reform bill uh, within about six months. Um, I think we're facing a very similar conversation right now, that we're facing a, a narrative that's going to be an election that's going to be about immigration, that for better or for worse, this is an issue that we are debating. And it's an issue that Americans, by, by and large, support immigration. They get that it's good for the economy. And so I think coming out of this election, we will have a real window to have a conversation next year about immigration. Hillary Clinton has promised to address the issue in her first 100 days. Um, and Donald Trump has promised that he's going to build this border wall, and so he needs to have an immigration discussion too. And so for better or for worse, there will be this discussion uh, next year. And so the question is, what can we do to win it? And so what we do as an organization uh, is we do a huge amount of research and education and advocacy. So we are putting out we are right now engaged in trying to study the economics of immigration in every congressional district so we can go to every single member of Congress and say, this is why it matters to you. Um, we are trying to find stories and get people who can speak up so that not only we're pointing to data, but we can point to, here's Tamina's story. Here's the story about what this means in Washington to the economy. Here's why, she, why she's added so much value. Um, and then at the state and local level, we're working really hard to – so whether it's passing state dream acts, starting offices of new Americans, running campaigns around uh, by literacy and promoting literacy to really get people understanding and engaged in this issue really at home in their own communities. Um, and so we are, we're very active all around the country, and there are, there are many, many ways to get engaged for people who are interested. So if somebody uh, who's listening right now is interested in joining, uh, whether it's organizing or being part of uh, your, the work you do, what can, what can they do to be part of that? So if they went to our website at www.renewoureconomy.org and just sent a, uh, uh, an email to the info to, to contact us and said, hey, I'm interested, I want to put my hand up and I want to speak out, um, we will contact you right away and give you a host of ways to do it that are relevant to you. Fantastic. Well, listeners, you uh, heard it from Jeremy himself. If you are interested in um, being part of the movement, the advocacy, having your story told, then please, please do go to the website and find the email address and email Jeremy and his colleagues so that you can really be part of this dialogue. And Jeremy, would you agree that between now and November is a very important time to get your stories out? I couldn't agree with that any more strongly. And one other point I'll say on this is I think there's a tendency to think this is an issue. You hear about all the noise and that's coming out of the presidential campaigns, and, and you think about how bad it is. And I think there's a, a tendency to say, oh, well, there's nothing I can do, or I'm not that important, or my story's not that important. Um, but that couldn't be any further from the case. Each story matters, right? And putting out a face to counter the, the anti-immigrant narrative that's coming out of some sectors of this population right now, putting out, telling your story, no matter who you are, you don't have to be an, an employer who's hired, created a business and hired 100 people. You could just be one person who's come here, worked hard, worked a couple of jobs, and is, is being a positive contributor for your local economy. And that's a story that needs to be told. And so um, we want to lift up all voices. And so I, I would encourage people uh, to get involved now. And as you mentioned, like now is more important than ever because there, there is a bad counter-narrative against immigrants, and to the extent that that, is, that bears very little relationship to reality, if we're going to win when we have the discussion next year, we're going to win because we can tell the story. We can show that that's not the reality of immigration in America. And to do that, we need people to, to stand up and be heard. Uh, and so I think now is more important than it's ever been to, 
to, to get up and tell your story. Well, wonderful. If you've just tuned in, this is Desi, 12.50 a.m. You're listening to Immigration with Tamina. And our very special guest is Jeremy Robbins from the Partnership for a New American Economy. Um, Jeremy, there are two questions. Uh, there's one question I didn't put down to let you know in advance. But um, first, I'll ask you about the Supreme Court pending case about DACA. What can you tell our listeners about it? And when can we expect a decision? And what do you think might happen with that decision? Um, well, it's a great question, and, and I won't pretend to know what's on the Supreme Court mind or what they're going to do. Um, I will. I can tell you when to expect it. I mean, there there are only two and potentially three days left for it to happen. So uh, this Thursday, next Monday, and if the decisions haven't come down, it'll be next Thursday. I believe there are, this is not my ex- area of expertise, but I believe there are 13 cases left to be decided by the Supreme Court, and their term ends next week. Um, so it will be coming very, very quickly. Uh, and essentially what will happen uh, is they will decide whether or not to uphold the injunction of the court below. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I wish I, I wish I could guess, having read the transcript and watched watched it. I certainly have uh, opinions on on where justices seem to be leaning, but but I think it's I, I won't pretend to predict what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, but it'll come soon, and I think there'll be a big reaction no matter what the decision is from both parties. And there'll be a lot of uh, if it is if the injunction is struck down, there'll be a huge rush to to implement and, and help people get the deferred action. Um, if not, I think there'll be a, a lot of mobilizing to think about what, what are the other options in Congress. But I think more than anything else, it, it'll be an opportunity for, for this discussion to happen at the national level. And so um, mm-hmm. we'll certainly know more in a week. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, that's you can't you couldn't have said it any better. We can't predict. But, um, you know, I, as well as many of my clients and many of the listeners are very hopeful and they're watching like hawks this space. So just to reiterate to the listeners, it could be either this Thursday, it could be next Monday or it could be next Thursday that we hear about the decision. Uh, Jeremy, I, I don't know if you if you know, but um, any idea when the entrepreneurial parole might be coming out? Uh, it's a good question. So I think the White House has been working extremely hard on it. They haven't set a firm date, um, and they've been trying very, very diligently to figure out something, uh, a way to get it out the door. I, I, I certainly have heard rumors, but nothing that that I would speculate uh, publicly on. So but, sometime but soon. I know, but I know that it. But I. But I know that it, they have been working hard on it. That's all I can. Okay. That's all I can speak to for the White House. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Jeremy, um, you know our listeners are probably listening to you for the first time, learning about the partnership for the first time. Um, I, there are two minutes left for for the time that I can speak with you. What do you want to tell tell the the listeners? Um, I want to tell people not to be discouraged. I want to tell people that that immigration is a hugely positive thing for America, for our economies, for our society, and that unfortunately in in political discourse there are times where where that isn't evident. But but I will say that I, as someone who lives and breathes this every single day, um, despite how bad some of the rhetoric has gotten, um, I'm more optimistic than I've ever been that that things are moving in the right direction, both because uh, economically. Uh, it's too important to get this wrong, but also politically, there that there's no future for for either party that doesn't embrace this issue. That that Americans and, and the demographic changes coming to our country, um, we are becoming a more diverse country, and I think that's hugely to our benefit. And so, um, this is a, a fight that we'll win, but we're not going to win it until people start speaking up and. And, and really getting out there passionately on the issue. So I do encourage all your listeners to get involved, to go to our website. It's www.renewoureconomy.org. Um, and, and send us a note and, and just say, even if you're not sure how you want to speak out, just send us a note and say, I want to learn more. And we are eager to, to work with you to find ways to lift up your voice. 
Wonderful. And just to confirm, um, the partnership looks at all types of industries, all types of immigration. So a lot of our listeners might be high-skilled immigrants, um, you know, on an H-1B or, you know, waiting in the the green card backlog. Um, Those are one type of of, uh, immigrants, but there are also people who are perhaps asylees, perhaps they are, um, you, you know, undocumented. And could any of these people contact you? Absolutely. I mean, I think the reality, we look at our members span the entire range of industries. We have people who work in agriculture. We have people who work in high tech. We have people who work in healthcare. Um, and the reality is that immigrants generally are making a huge economic contribution across the spectrum. And those are the stories that we need to tell. We don't, we're not looking for any specific kind of immigrant. There's, we don't think any immigrant is, is better than other immigrants. And so I think what we want to be able to talk about is the reality of what immigration means to our economy and to our society. Um, and that's true at the high school end. It's true at the low school end. And so that's the that's the message that we want to take. Wonderful. Well, Jeremy, thank you so very much for taking time out to be with us today and to have the listeners listen to your voice and listen to the wisdom that you've shared. And I want to make sure that while you're on the line that everybody knows that this is a moment where people are forced to think about a very important issue, immigration, and this is a time that they really should have their voices heard. And the partnership is a great platform to have their stories shared. So, Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us. I hope to see you again very soon and take care and good luck with all the things that you're doing and thank you thank you for doing all that you're doing on behalf of myself the listeners and everybody in the country because what you are doing is really impactful and um, profound well I appreciate that very much and thank you for having me on and thank you for doing the same I think your book is wonderful and I certainly encourage your readers if they haven't already to read it so thank you very very much and uh, looking forward to continuing the conversation soon wonderful well take care Jeremy bye bye for now bye bye thank you bye well listeners there you have it that was Jeremy Robbins he is the executive director of the partnership for a new American economy and he gave us so much um, valuable valuable information if you are somebody looking to understand more about the economic impact of immigration um, please go to the website um, follow the the partnership on on Twitter follow them on Facebook there is just so much information out there and if you are an advocate if you're thinking about advocacy now is the time to really go out there and have your voice heard, have your story told. Um, And just to pick out a few of the things that he mentioned, diversity is beneficial to our economy. Um, every story matters, and the positive stories that 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 you can share will lift up every. We need to lift up all our stories, um, and to reiterate that the Supreme Court um, decision will come out either this Thursday, next Monday, or the following Thursday. Um, so there is just uh, so much uh, more to talk about on these issues, and I hope Jeremy will come back on the show sometime in the future to talk about um, post. post-Supreme Court DACA and what else might happen. Um, So listeners, uh, oh, oh, you know, I have to thank Jeremy also for mentioning my book. You know, I didn't get to tell him, but um, Mr. Bloomberg wrote to me after um, I sent him a copy of my book, and I was very, very proud and honored that he took the time to write and uh, a few notes about how good my book is. So if you haven't read my book, it's on Amazon or Barnes & Nobles. It's called The Startup Visa the key to economic uh, prosperity in America. And you can um, find that on various ebook um, channels as well. 
Well, um, we are running out of time, I'm afraid. Uh, there is just so much I can talk about, but, you know, I have to wait until next week to talk about that. If you have questions or comments, please email me at info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. I always want to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear your thoughts. If you have questions, you c- you're very welcome to email or call us. The email address to use is info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. The website is watsonimmigrationlaw.com. And if you want to contact me, you can also contact me through the Desi website, which is www.desi1250am.com. Next week, we have a, a, an equally special guest. Um, the guest next week is Ben Johnson. He is the executive director of the American Immigration Lawyers Association, AILA. AILA is a large largest organization that um, unites all immigration lawyers, and Ben Johnson is the leader of that. He is an incredible person, uh, has so much insight into immigration advocacy. Please tune in at 10 o'clock next week um, to listen to him. In the meantime, if you have questions, comments, email me. Um, Make sure you check out Seattle Globalist for the article that is going to be coming out either today or tomorrow. Uh, You'll learn a lot from that. Um, And until then, I'll be talking with you next week, Tuesday at 10 o'clock sharp. I hope you will join us. And in the meantime, enjoy uh, the weather. It will be warm, but it might be raining. uh, So stay, stay dry. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Tamina Watson on Immigration with Tamina. Checking out. Bye bye.